The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? (laughs) Well, I must have not been paying attention When you were just talking to me Do you think that you can repeat the question? I turn mine off. When I finally got my phone back when I was in the hospital, I've been being down for like two weeks. There were literally like 250 text messages and phone calls. And then I looked at my emails. Psych. It's going to take me three months just to get back to everybody. Well, you heard me tell that guy. You know, I, I just left a message with your secretary <laughs> right. yesterday saying, don't, don't call, call me. <laughs> different contact number. Right. Oh. Oh, what, what happened? I don't know. The music faded out. All right, very That's good. Right. Let's get started then. All right. Yeah. Uh, how you guys doing? Uh, thanks for coming. Good night. <laughs> yeah. And we're done. How you guys doing? Uh, Tom Duggan here with the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, top two guys smoke shop at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. I got an email this week. Somebody said, I have no idea what that means. What do you mean, hi, top two guys smoke shop? Well, we're on the second floor of two guys smoke shop. That's what it means. Oh. They're on the first floor and we're high yeah. above them. Yeah. So, um, I don't know where I got that. I just kind of made it up one day, I, I think, right? Uh, so well, we always like to give a free shout-out to Two Guys Smoke Shop yeah. and Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Uh, in the studio with me today, I've got uh, Dave Id Consoli from Pleasant Valley Landscaping, who is a... Uh, contractor. Contractors, right? <laughs> Son of a bitch. The one time, the one I'm time. Just, I'm just teasing. You. Unbelievable. I already have a question for you. <laughs> I'm staring at your logo on our screen. It says Pleasant Valley Landscape. Con- oh no, there it is. Okay, uh, yep. I take it back. Contractors. It's tiny. It's hey, that little. Contractors. You, you be quiet down there. Eat your crispellis. <laughs> yeah, I will. I yeah, honestly never notice it said it because it's just wrapped just, around the bottom of the logo. I don't even. He call it Pleasant Valley yeah. Landscape, whatever. I don't even yeah. care. It was the David that he would never right. get right. Dave Id, right? David. And if I stop saying Dave Id like that, I start saying Dave. I start again. saying Dave again, and then I'm, I'm screwed. Yeah. So that's why I say it that so way. It's all good. What do you want? From I, us? That's the reason why I say podcast the way I do. Because I did radio for 35 years, and for the first like year I did this podcast, I was saying, "Welcome to the Paying Attention Radio Program." Mm-hmm. So I said, "Well, if I say it in a funny way, I'll remember it." So exactly. Uh, so we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Uh, it's actually really one topic, uh, an update and a topic. Uh, let's uh, start off real quick before we get to Dave Id Consoli from Pleasant Valley Landscaping Contractors. Um, we have an update. Oh, we have so we have a new tote board. So I've been begging people all day. You got to get us over the hump of twenty five thousand dollars. So I can't see which one is which. Which the top one is, one is this week? The top one, one is this week, and 25. the bottom one is last week, which we didn't get to. Yep. Mm-hmm. And what is the bottom number on that last week? Nineteen thousand and thirty five dollars. Oh, well, that's it. We only went up six thousand dollars since last week. I'm sorry. All right, okay. Look, I Let's didn't be do grateful. it. Be grateful. I know I am. I just I thought you it was a lot more. You achieved the goal. More. You broke the 25. I thought it was more. So here we are. We have the Lawrence High School. So this is for our 20th anniversary bash, which is March 22nd at the Firefighters Relief Inn. You should get your tickets now. We are limited to 30 tables of 10 this year. Normally, we have about 500. This year, they're limiting us to 
300. So get your tickets, get your tables now. I'm telling you, if you call me a week beforehand and say you're sold out, can you give me an extra ticket? The answer is going to be no, because the fire department will shut us down if we're over capacity. The f- cops are driving all over Lawrence and shutting down nightclubs every single day. We're seeing it. Every day they're shutting down nightclubs for overcapacity, and they will shut us down because we've made some enemies. So um, get your tickets now while you can. Here is our scholarship update as of this moment, and actually we get a $100 donation as we were getting on the air. So this is $100 higher. We just don't know which scholarship to apply it to. Lawrence High School, Junior ROTC. This is for Eileen Suarez. She is our student recipient this year. $5,705. Our Edmund Lowe Scholarship, which I think topped off last year at $2,000. We're already double that, 4024 The Dan Cody Memorial Scholarship, a very close second place last year. They're in third right now, $3,955. Uh, Methuen High School, I have to tell you, Methuen people, they've stepped up since I, was, I started berating them last week. I got a phone call from a couple of, more than a couple of Methuen officials saying, we're sorry, we want to give... You're right. We should. We we've been bad. We should do better. So um, that's at three thousand forty-five. And I want to thank State Representative Ryan Hamilton, who called me right after the show. Who always does give, by the way. So we we never worry about him. Uh, and we also got a donation from um, I believe Ryan Desaglios from the City Council, and Ryan. I'm sorry. Nick DiZaglio from the City Council, Ryan DiZaglio from the School Committee, and there's one other, and if I remember them, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Whittier is stuck at 2600 The Dan Strange uh, Memorial Scholarship for Haverhill High School Junior ROCTC Cadet, Lizette DeFeria, $2,515. Our Special Needs Scholarship, which will be a surprise in the room, we're going to be giving it to somebody who's coming. Uh, they don't know they're getting it, so we're not going to, we're not going to blow the lid off it. Right now, it's at eighteen seventy-five. Love to see that get up. And we still don't have a student from the Greater Lawrence Tech, which is why they're at the bottom. It's a lot easier to get people to donate if they can see the kid that they're donating to. So hopefully, Jessica's going to get me that within the next twenty-four hours or so. They're stuck at one thousand three hundred ninety at the bottom for a grand total in three weeks, twenty-five thousand one hundred and ten dollars. Last year. We gave, it was almost $54,000. It was $53,800, I think, if I'm remembering right. So we're, we're almost halfway to where we were last year. We're three weeks into fundraising. We've got five weeks left. So I've been saying all along that I didn't think we were going to get close to last year's numbers. If this keeps going the way it's going, we very well could get close to last year's numbers, and it's our 20th anniversary. I would love to go over last year's numbers. 100% of everything you give goes directly to the kids. Uh, Go on my Facebook page if you're looking for a way to contribute. You can find me on Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. If you're going to use any of those apps, though, please use, like, the friends and family plan because they take a percentage, and I have to kick out of my pocket. I'm not poor enough, right? Uh, I have to kick it out of pocket. So if you send 100 I get 97, but we still give the kid the 100, which means for every donation I'm paying three, I'm paying $3. If there's 200 people donate, you know, that's a lot of money. I went to Lawrence High School. What is that? 60 bucks. That's 60 bucks. That's, you know, 60 or 600. 60. 60. All right. It's still a lot of money out of my pocket, right? So, no, for enough for 200. Yeah. 200. 300. 3%. 200 is... times three is. All right. Yeah. All right, I'll take your word for it. All right, so uh, that's it for our bash update. Next week, we'll go over all the kids because hopefully by next week, we will have all the kids. So um, 
big thing going on in Methuen, and it's not really just Methuen, it's really Lowell, Draken, and Methuen, but we're on the Methuen end of this, so we're going to talk about it a little bit. Uh, I've got Dave Id Consoli from Pleasant Valley Landscaping Contractors uh, with us uh, to talk about this because he lives in that area, and I have been, I have, I've been sick. I've been down a little bit um, over the last two weeks, and I, in fact, I spent the last two days in bed. Um, so I did last week reach out when I started not feeling good again. I reached out to Dave Id Consoli and asked him if he could kind of pick up the ball a little bit, talk to some of the business owners down there for me to give me their perspective. I actually spoke to one of the business owners. Um, it really kills me that they won't come forward. They're like, they won't come on the show and, and make noise. But hopefully we'll be able to get them to do that at some point. So here's the issue. The issue is... The Commonwealth of Massachusetts, well, for the real issue is that politicians are addicted to money. That's the real issue. The Commonwealth of Massachusetts got federal funding for roads. And as part of the federal funding, there's a mandate that says we have to put in bike lanes. And the reason why we have to put in bike lanes is because our federal government is run by Democrats. Democrats are obsessed with global warming. They think within five years, nobody's going to have any cars. So we all have to have bike lanes on all these uh, construction projects for roads because we're not going to have cars anymore because of global warming. So everybody's going to be taking a bike. In my lifetime, David, I have seen a million bike lanes all over the Merrimack Valley get built. I've never in 56 years on this planet seen one person in a bike driving in a bike lane in Massachusetts in the Merrimack Valley. Well, Anywhere. One of the reasons you got you brought me in is because I lived through the four-year project uh, at the Methuen Rotary from 110 to Interstate 93. They got rid I of call the that the Steve Bedore project. Yeah, they, they got rid of the rotary. And... That project started in 2014. It ended in 2018. They did a they did a, a really tremendous job. Uh, the construction company. I mean, I live right up the road, and the construction company that did it. Uh, Cospelli. No, thank you. I already had the anchovy one. I'm like thirsty. That's now. what I'm going for. Yeah. So they did a great job on it. Um, it. It was a very interesting company. They were a female owned, operated, and run company. Oh, and. And I've never seen a construction company. I forget the name escapes me. I think they were out of Littleton. And it was the most organized project I ever seen. Now, having said that, they were mandated to put in a bike lane. Now, Stupid. if you're from Methuen, you know where the old Bees sandwich shop was. So from where Bees is all the way under Interstate 93 to... Um, I want to see Haverhill Street, right about that market basket area. They put in a bike lane. I've lived in that area 28 years. I've seen a bike, maybe I, I can count them on my, on my fingers. Okay. I've never seen no, there's the bike lanes, they never really get used. So it's something that they're mandating. The problem with the 110 from, from Lowell to Drake, it is the state views it, the state views it as a gap in the bicycle lane. Okay, so there's there's bike paths in Lowell, they they end nowhere, and then they resume in Methuen, up to some part in Lawrence. I'm not exactly. So if you're sure. a biker, which nobody is, nobody on the planet's a biker, right? If you're a biker, you can only go so far, and then you have to stop biking. But then it picks up somewhere like in the middle, yeah, where there's, there's a bike lane a again, big, yeah. which you can't get to from a bike lane. So yeah, so if you're familiar Just with stupid. if you're familiar with Run Ten, it zigzags around the Merrimack River. Now, the biggest commercial facility in that area is the asphalt plant, Brock's. So if you've ever traveled down that road, it's loaded with heavy trucks, and they're flying down there. Okay, 
So that, that's really not the issue. There's been some safety concerns. Uh, years and years ago, there was a lot of fatalities on that road because it was two lanes going each way. Okay. So they've changed that. They made it one lane. The fatalities are down. But now, because they took the federal money, the mass DOT says we have to put in bike lanes and they have to improve the sidewalks and make them all ADA compliant, which I'm all for. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm disabled and I'm not for it at all. Well, the, the sidewalks, if, if Chrissy's got some slides that she can put up later, but the sidewalks are in complete disrepair. Um, I'm all for fixing sidewalks, but all this ADA compliance stuff, it's but, just giveaways for the unions. We all know yeah, what it really, really is all it's, about. It's really not. It's really. Which slide is she going to? It's really not. You got to call them as you want them, dear. Okay. So. No, that's fine. Before we do so that, we've let, got uh, Methuen City Council Ron Marsan in the house, and hopefully you're going to help us fight this whole bike lane rail thing on 110. I hope you're going to help us fight that. Is that a yes? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Let's get him a microphone. Do you want a microphone? All right, Let's come get on him up. up here. Yeah. So, get him a chair? So. So we, in the interest of not having dead air, I'll continue to speak, okay? okay? So the, um, the project goes from Lowell to, to, um, to Methuen again. So we're just re rehashing that. So anyways, the, the sidewalks are non-ADA compliant. Right. Okay? And, and that's fine because they're putting in new sidewalks anyway. So basically we're talking about not putting curbing and little ramps for people that are ADA. The problem comes in where they're, they're putting bike lanes and they're putting them on um, the eastbound side where all the businesses are. So places like Yoho's, um, JG's, JG's um, the plumbing place, um, the 7-Eleven. The, the I, I have a list of them. I can, I can repeat those. They're going to have a bike lane. Now, many of these properties had access to their businesses uh, unobstructed. So they're going to put in a bike lane. Okay, fine. Most of them can probably live with that. However, they're going to put up um, guardrails and posts. So the, so the, nobody can pull in to get ice cream. If I want to go to JG's and get ice cream, you know, I, th there's no place to pull in. There's no place to park because they're taking their land. The businesses are up in arms about this. But here's the larger point, too. Okay, let's if, if we take the businesses out of the equation, the state wants to narrow that road. Okay. But so when they narrow it, they their opinion and their philosophy is when they narrow a travel path for a car, it helps reduce speed. Is the reason they do it? Okay, right. And we to so, reduce speed so, is because we we have to save the planet. Correct. But Ronnie, here herein lies the problem. If you've ever been on that road between Wheeler Street we and, par and parts of Drake, hundreds of times, the ten wheelers that are coming in and going out as they're making their turns, people are able to go around them. Okay. Once a, once a vehicle that is 80,000-pound GVW pulls out, has to shift, get up to speed, okay, no one can go around them. Um, when, if when there's a bike lane, there's going to be no access to get around them. Correct. And even when they're turning into a side street, let's just say you have a, a person who has their, no sig deceleration. Yeah, has their signal on. They have to take a left-hand turn. Every car behind them is going to stop. They think that that's going to reduce speed. It's not. It's, going, it's to, going to make it more unsafe. Going to, people are going, going to try to go around. There's going to be accidents. It's going to frustrate people who are already speeding on that road. And, and for that, I understand. In addition, they want to put, I think it's about 12 crosswalks with signals Ugh. all through that area. So there's got to be some type of balance between what they want to do and what's feasible 
for the what, for the what, business what, owners what's realistic and what they want to do right there should be a balance and as far as this like i've talked to the engineering department i've talked to the departments in city hall today and they they have no hard core plan on their desk to show what they're doing what the state is doing because it's a dot highway correct so it's very, uh, does very everybody, frustrating. Does everybody agree that DOT is one of the most corrupt state agencies in Massachusetts? Do we all agree with that? I don't know. I can't say that. All I'm right. not saying the okay. whole world's I'll, Then I'll say You're the whole no. conspiracy, but, guys. But, Ronnie, <laughs> if, if you've ever been on my Facebook page, I have. everybody has a saying. And my saying is common sense isn't so common. As a regular guy who lives on Route 113, I see how my mailman delivers my mail. The street is like really busy. And I see how Harvey comes down the street and picks up my trash. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone's trying to get around them, so forth and so on. Right, it's having, a nightmare when you get trapped behind them. Having like, said that. Do you want to Crispelli while we're talking? No, thank you. Okay, sorry. Ha having said that, Ronnie, if you. That would be rude to eat while you're on the air. <laughs> right. If, do you, <laughs> if you put up a bike lane. With either the posts, uh, can I get that photo, please? The one with the posts. Right, it's and the, the posts are what are going to make it difficult, right? right? No, no. When you but have it, don't don't rush. Not to mention, so, when they when they you know designate the bike lane, it does make the travel lane smaller, right, so it's right. difficult. Yeah, I talked to a state rep today who said that that wasn't true, and I said, how could it not be true? If you're not widening the lane, if you're not widening the road, and you're adding a bike lane, you're restricting the amount of room that a car has to go down that road. Uh, uh, well, there is that's a, the one. There, there is that's a the breakdown one. lane, breakdown yeah. lane. Can so you leave speak, that up right? there, please? There is a, right. So, Ronnie. So, I was just concerned that this wasn't in the valley, but that's, you know, and I'm no, trying to okay. get. So, so, that was my big concern. So, if, I have my own issues. If we there, look so. at the picture that Chrissy's got up on the screen, there's a gentleman riding a bike, okay? And on and on the left side of that is, is a guardrail, okay? So, let's just go, let's forget the business owners on that street for a moment, okay? If you put the little strip in the middle with those posts coming up, okay? Right, between the travel lane and the bike lane. Correct. Or you put up a guardrail, guardrail either one of them. Can you please tell me how the residents on that street are going to put out their trash and how the mailman is going to deliver their mail? Right. And how will they pick up trash? It's, it's nonsensical. So... This is what, and, and the business owners are the only ones complaining about this. We haven't heard from the residents because there's a small strip from, I believe, Brooks owns the building next to mm -hmm. JG's. And then from there down, there's a bunch of residences. And then that stops where the old white buffalo was. Right. The, um, and, and so, yeah. but you still have all those, you still have all those, those homes. private homes. That I don't understand how they're going to get mail delivery and how they're going to put out their trash. Are they going to are they going to circumvent the bike lane and put that stuff out there, uh, the mailboxes? That's not going to happen. Right. So this isn't well thought. I'm not anti bike lane because basically to get the federal funds, that bike lane has to go up there. However, can we insert some common sense, please? Where you you just can we make get an exemption though? Can we talk to Lori Chahan, who is very friendly with our state representative Ryan Hamilton? Can we have Ryan? contact her and say, can we get some kind of an exemption on this? Because, you know, what works for Kansas doesn't work for Methuen. You know what I'm saying? What works in Idaho doesn't work in Massachusetts. Now, so or some better input from the residents and the businesses there. Right. If we're not asking them. I know if you're saying the bike lane is mandated, so we have to do it to some extent. That doesn't mean we can't just designate it, paint it on the road. Yes, and, and, and Chrissy was, was nice enough to put up that graphic with the, with the post, okay? So my other thing as a contractor, and, and you're into this business as well, you plow snow. You're going to be pushing it off there. So that strip between the sidewalk and the bike lane, how are we doing the snow removal there? And that's usually very – that's usually what DOT 
is most concerned about is how they get rid of snow. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, so that's that's. So another, have they even taken it into that, consideration? Hasn't even, so can we can we meet somewhere in the middle and perhaps put like I I noticed like on a lot of the highways they put rumble strips. So you have your travel lane, you have a rumble strip, and then you have the bike lane. I thought that was a wake up lane. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> Ronnie's the best. I wish I lived in the East End, my brother. By the way, we're so, talking to Ronnie Marshall. He's a Methuen City Councilor, former Methuen City Councilor, now current City Councilor, who just dropped in on us because he knew well, we were I talking about this. Well, I came because we were talking about sidewalks, and they are right. talking about 110 down the valley with sidewalks. Right. They're doing because a good job. of ADA yeah. accessibility, and I'm right. firsthand on that, so I know that. Um, I know this isn't my district, so I'll try to get some input and some people, you know, the dis- from the local council is over there. Right. The district council is what there. Is the ma- does anybody know what the mayor has to say about any of this? Or is he just kind of floating through? And- no, the mayor has been brought up to speed from what I understand. I, I spoke to a local business owner before I came on today. He sent me um, this email. So I'd like to get some of the business owners on this on this show and maybe set something up. The, the city of Methuen can only do so much. It's our state reps that have to get involved. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not if, a big, we, if we help at the city level, that's a, you so, know the delegates at the city level have to help right. and show that we have support that we you know this isn't always the yeah, best if, thing. So if, we have to find. If I circle ground. back to the Rotary project, I live on one thirteen toward Drake. Okay, still, and, still, you still live there. Yeah, I'm still there. <laughs> so they did they did a traffic study where they they said that the traffic coming from Lowell on one ten was heavier than the traffic coming on one thirteen. Every morning between 6.30 a.m. and 9 a.m. from the Irish Cottage All to, the way back to Dunkin' to Hick, Donuts to and Hick, Heavenly Donuts. No, no, to Hick, no, no not there. Yeah. That, that's usually no, not a problem. That's, that's backed up maybe up a couple of blocks. Buses come out. But from the Irish Cottage all the way down to Elmwood Cemetery, you sit there. Many times I've had to go into Drakeit, up Salem Street, Past Tyler Street, right, cut across all so the way up to Hill Street to cut across to get to get out of that area. So I'm not a big believer in traffic studies because they totally blew it. And before they did that traffic study, it was the same situation. Yep, 113 was always backed up. Yep, and the reason is because once you cross into Drake it. All the way past... Because um, there's no the, way out of Drake and Pelham to get right. to the highway. But That's when you get route. to the center of town where Drake it is, they the post us. office, there are dozens upon dozens of trucking companies and businesses and warehouses, and they all have to on access 93. And the only way is to come through Methuen. Now, getting back to the JG's area on 110, right. there's not a lot there. It's there's just there. the asphalt plant where, where trucks are coming in and out. So they completely blew that traffic study, yep. in, in my opinion. So... I'm wondering if 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 we you mean can... the government screwing something up. Come on, come on. <laughs> so I'm wondering if we can get you know our state reps on this. Maybe we can get something in the in the. I, back. I, so I spoke to Ryan Hamilton, who called me on my way here, and said, "I just saw on Facebook you're going to be talking about this." I, he said, "I just want to let you know a couple things. Number one, the bike lane's not really the issue. We had a meeting with the businesses. The bike lane's not really the issue." And I argued with them for 15 minutes just on that issue alone because bike lanes are stupid. We have nobody with any bikes that want to use bike lanes, right? If we had a million bikers, I'd say, okay, but we don't, right? And then he transitioned to the real concern is the guardrails and how it's going to stop people from being able to pull into like JG's to get ice cream. He said, and I want you to relay on your show to your viewers that I set it up Piano and the other two reps, Polino, who I'm having lunch with right after the show, and Estella Reyes, we are all pushing very hard to stop the 
guardrails that were with the businesses that were in their corner. And I was like, well, <sighs> but that's the common ground. That's what we have to find. We got to get all of them on board to get to the common ground. Right, but why? But why can't we parlay that to Larry Trahan and say, can we get an exemption from all of these stupid mandates? And just go with what works in Methuen. What works in Methuen doesn't work in, in you know, in East Ottumwa, Iowa. So well, my father, so my father always said you can ask for something. That that doesn't mean that you're going to get that. So if you if you want to ask for that, and we can meet somewhere in the middle, we have to meet in the middle. Just because you don't bike and you don't believe in bike lanes, right. and I don't bike and right. I don't believe in it, that doesn't mean there's not. A group of people that do, that lobby right. for and, and it. And are fighting for it, yeah. yeah. So don't be naive that they're out there. Well, so. but, but when I look at the bike lanes that we now have. You're going to have to pedal your bike. Right, but, uh, well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the point. The Democrats actually are doing this at the federal level. Here we go. Because they're so obsessed with global warming that they're trying to do away with cars. And they think five years from now, no one's going to have any cars because of global warming. And we're all going to be riding on bikes. I've li- hover bikes, hover I'm, bikes, electric hover bikes. I'm 56 have. years old. I, we have a ton of bike lanes all over the Merrimack Valley. I've never once seen anybody use one of them. They're not. They're not overly used. Every now and again, you see someone, but no we parent, see, um, no see, parent is going to let their child pedal down 110. Right. Right. Whether there's a guardrail or not, you're right. just not going to. And, and it's not like we live in Florida. We live in a in a in a state where the roads are full of snow from the beginning of December to the end of March. So. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, more a, things to consider. I'm not pro, I'm anti-bike lane, but, that, do, but that doesn't mean that I, if, if it affected me, that I wouldn't be able to compromise. Some, there's there's right. other things. My, my commercial facility is in your district off of Pleasant Valley Street, Old Ferry Road. Yep. And there's many times where I'm trying to get to my building on Pleasant Valley Street and the Merrimack Valley Transit Authority is making multiple stops on Pleasant Valley Street, picking people up and letting them off. Okay. The, the people behind those buses are insane. They don't want to wait two seconds. They're crossing like getting, the line. It's like getting behind a hobby truck. Right. Yeah. And they're, 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 so I can only imagine. We're all impatient. That's what, how we are. What if a bus is, is stopping there when there's a bike lane? They're going to go into the opposite lane of traffic, and there's going to be, mark my words, there's there'll be head-to-head head collision. There'll be, so now the way, as, as it's presently... Can we just go back to the rotary? That actually was working. I don't understand why we did away with it. But can you let me finish yeah, my thought? I'm sorry. No, 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 no worries. But let's just think about this, put it in context. As, as it's presently constituted, a bus, um, a trash truck, like Ronnie was saying, goes to its destination, pulls over. The vehicles, they're, they're either pulling the mail, picking up passengers, picking up trash. The vehicles go around them. They're still in the correct travel lane. Uh, mostly, it, at least. At least mostly. there's some place to get around them. If right. you If, you, Take that if away. you narrow that road, okay, now the Where impatient are people are going to go into the oncoming traffic right. lane, and there's going to be an issue. Absolutely. Someone's going to die. There's no, no question about it. Someone's going to die. And then, by the way, they don't care because global warming. It's okay if someone dies because global warming. Well, that's a lot. The same people, issue. by the way, who told us on Monday we were getting three feet of snow, those people are the people telling us they know what the temperature is going to be 100 years from now, and that's why we have to have bike lanes. Like that, and you can say this well, is conspiracy theory that, all you right. want, but yes. this, is the, this is their stated reason why they're spending all this money on bike lanes on, on federal. Why would they have to mandate it if people wanted it? Right? Why right. would they have to mandate it if people right. wanted it? If people wanted it, you wouldn't have to mandate it. Well, We're not going to hold up your chapter 90 that's a larger, money. If right. right. That's a larger... Com- See, I'm, I'm surprised that you popped in. I'm not surprised that he went there with this subject, okay? So... We're, you know, we're not going to win that debate or argument. What, right. what we're here to do is talk about 
what's in front you know, of us when, and when what I, we can do to... When I sit down with Mayor Perry, he always talks about the love of, love of his city. I'm the same way. Yeah, but love I, doesn't get well, you anywhere. Well... I'm here, aren't I? Well, I mean, I'm you're born, here. Born and raised you're, in Mathorn. You're here, okay? but I mean, it doesn't accomplish anything. Stuff. You have to live somewhere. But we, but right. we, we all have this love for the community. So we do. F- forget the national level. We're not going to change that. We need to. Well, but we, we could. With that, we won't with that attitude. If we say we can't change that, we'll never change it. If Ryan Hamilton, who used to work for Laurie Trahan, was on Laurie Trahan on a regular basis about this kind of stuff. Laurie Trahan would be on her party leaders about this stuff, and the party leaders might relax the regulations. Would we'll take stuff. her off a committee and shove her in a closet? How about we get her here, or just and just to have her like help us? I don't know. It's that it's your show. I'm just a guest. All right. Okay. So good luck. <laughs> so maybe maybe in the future we can. If you if you're willing to write up an article on the Valley Patriot about this, we have a lot of material Absolutely. to print. Yep. And then maybe at some point, uh, once uh, Francisco and um, Pavel um, give you an update, perhaps we can get some elected officials. I'm having lunch some, at 4:30 today with Francisco at Salvatore's. Some business owners in here. And this is going to be the first thing I bring up. Okay. Cool. Well, we have to talk about racism a little bit, but we're going to talk about oh, this second. God. <laughs> All right. Next topic. All right. We don't have another topic. Yeah, that have, was it. I have, oh, you have a topic, topic you don't oh, want to talk about. All right. So, Ronnie, I got to talk right. about something. That's he can pretty, stay. You can stay if you want. I got to talk about something. I'm going to need some backup because somehow I know I'm going to get my No, 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 no. We can be friends and disagree. So, on January 11th, you did a show um, about First Amendment rights. Um, oh, the guy with the video the camera? The guy with the video camera. Okay. <laughs> and I took a lot of heat from people. Uh, I, I wasn't on the show. I took a lot of heat for people. Wait, but why did from, you take heat? You weren't on that because show. Because my family has me associate. My family and some of my friends guilty have by me, association. Guilty by association has me associated with you. And said, "Can you believe what Duggan did?" That Tennis show, Lily is my one. Is my friend, and he's a communist. And nobody blames me for what he does. Let, go ahead. Let sorry. me say my piece. Right, maybe doesn't have doesn't matter. Friends. We're still going to be friends after this. But you know, maybe the public can learn something from this that people right. can disagree and still be That's friends. Friends might be a one way street, though. You so, be careful. So this guy with the video, I don't know if you saw this. I did. The guy with the video camera went into the building inspector's office and created a scene. And um, I heard it kind of it kind of portrayed Gene Walsh in, in a poor light. And if you know anything about Gene Walsh, I've become friendly with that guy. Gene Walsh is a man of great integrity. He, Everybody he, loves him. But he's, he's a good guy. He brings he's a smile honest. to everyone's face. He's, he's not that. He's a good guy. He lights he's up honest. every room he walks into. That's not true. Sure. You don't have to do that so, to him. But no. You're just so being sarcastic. He's, he's a good he, guy, and he cares he about the city. So. He's, a, he's a church-going guy. He volunteers in the community. Um, I've become quite friendly with him. And as a matter of fact, I had problems building my commercial building, and Gene held me to the letter of the law. He gave me advice. He told me who to fire. But he did not let me skirt any rules. Friends and no friends. He's like, I have to hold you to this, but I'm going to help you. But he does get that through, with everyone. Get through, the, get through this with, with the everyone. prop. So, so my wife was so upset. Oh, as a wife. All my right. Wife well, was so wife, upset. My wife was so upset. I can't upset. complain about that. So my I went wife, from the whole family to the wife now. No, no. My kids, my kids didn't like it either. I heard from my siblings. I've heard from my parents. What the heck was Duggan doing? Okay. You came on that show and you said. So you taped it? No, no, no. I took the video from YouTube. I played it during my oh. show, and then I commented on it. Okay. You started the show by saying David comes on, and he never swears. And right. Had I been on that day, there would have been plenty of, <laughs> plenty of F-bombs. And had I known that was coming, I wouldn't have sponsored that show. I would have pulled my sponsorship for that day. 
So I know, I know your intentions were good, and just because it's you, someone's right to do something... Legal they, to do something doesn't yeah, make it, it right. It doesn't make it right. But I, I said just, that during the show, so I, I don't know. know why you would have pulled my sponsorship. Because I said during no, no, the show, just because you can do something, this guy's kind of an asshole. He shouldn't be doing it that way. Had you known, had you spoken to me before that show went live, yep. you would have changed your mind. Well, I, I, well, I would have changed my mind, but I, would, I may have approached it different. I just want to let you know how I feel. Yeah. Okay? It just, and that's okay. And, and I, 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 my wife left the room. I was feeling really bad knowing Gene the way I know him on a personal and professional level. It was a really bad look. And that guy, uh, 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 you're a jerk. For, for doing what you did, I mean, some people just. Yeah, no, he's to a total talk. asshole. Yeah, I said that during the show. To, I said he was I know an you asshole. I know you did. And to your credit, you did say he was a jerk. But, but I see, had, to me, it was more about the issue than him. It was more about the issue than the guy he was talking to, who was a friend of yours. Uh, what was his name? Gene? Gene Walsh. Like, and, and I even said during the show, look, these guys are probably really nice guys. But it's really about the issue of when you work for the public, the public doesn't need permission to videotape you, but again, whether you're a cop, you're a teacher, you're a firefighter. But you're, it, put, it put Gene in jeopardy because it, at one point, Gene was stoic. And if you know, a lot of times, Gene, I, I look at him like, Gene, you're being a jerk. And he's got that dry sense of humor. And then he, then he cuts me a smirk, you know, because you have to know his personality. You know, he's like always, uh, and then he'll give you a little smirk. He's a big car guy. You know, I'm a car guy, classic cars and stuff. And we have a lot in common. But during that video, Gene put his hand on the guy. Yeah. And that, rebroadcasting that just cast him in a bad light in, 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 you know, maybe I don't know how I would react if somebody walked into my building and right. started being a jerk, you know, and videotaping and, me. and right. videotaping it. So you just don't know. I had to say it because it bothered me. You knew it bothered me. You you were very gracious well, I do afterwards. about it. I didn't know yeah. beforehand. Yeah, you didn't know beforehand, but I just wanted to let you know. But I do I want to say, though, it, when you when you capitulate. And you say things like, well, I wouldn't have sponsored your show if I'd known. That, that show. What you're telegraphing to people, though, is people who don't have the balls to come to me and complain about what I say on my show, that they'll come to you and try and pressure you to pull your sponsorships the next time I say something they don't like. And I, what I'm saying is, out of, out of love, as a friend, when you say that, you now have set yourself up for the future. No, no, Every no. time I say something that could be taken a little off color, people are going to be calling you to pressure no, no, no. you to take it. No, your- no, that's my personal opinion. My wife, whether my wife, my mom, my dad, my kids, my friends, my siblings, if they had an issue with you, that's their problem. It's the way I felt. Right. If, if I had known, I would have said to you, Tom, please make a point to say Pleasant Valley Landscape Contractors is not sponsoring this particular show. Right. That would have been it. And I'm just saying by you saying that. Will I pull my sponsorship? Never. Right. Okay. I didn't get a phone call from Neil Perry. I didn't get a phone call from city councilors. I'm I'm shocked. I figured you'd get a phone call from somebody at city hall. It was purely my family and a couple close friends that said to me, hey, that's a bad look. And I said, I'm a little uncomfortable with that one. Knowing Gene, the the other guy, Daryl, I had, you know, whatever. I don't don't care. Well, the other great point that that video actually brought forward is, when Daryl grabbed his phone to take a picture or a video of the guy, the guy said out loud, and rightfully so, even though he's a dick, he said, go ahead, take a video. Now I, now what's on your phone is a public record, and I can subpoena that. He's right. If you're a city employee, if you're a state employee, and you use your phone to take a picture or to send an email during the workday, the public can subpoena that. That's public record. 
They can request that. Ronnie, can you imagine having no life that you have nothing better to do no. than to walk around in people's offices? Oh, you should have seen what he did in Drake at the Drake at police and station. It's not fair to I James. would have punched the guy you in know, the James face. He's my friend too, and he's a good oh, guy, and God. that really pisses you off. That something that people have to do that. Yeah, yeah, you know, because yeah. right, they're, so they're provoking it. Thank, right. you, thank you for letting me say what no, I have to say. You know, and, and, we're, and, and to, to the public, you know, that doesn't mean oh that evil Tom Duggan. You know, Tom and I, and we had a phone call about this. Tom and I can disagree on things. You and, can still and, be and evil. move forward because we're adults. We're not children. Like I'm not speaking to you. Anymore, right? Yeah, so. we have a disagreement. So you're a bad person. No, no, not at all. Right? We and do I a get, lot of good. I, I I get that. I get that a lot. Like people are like, oh well, like well, well, we don't have any time. But um, you know, the the big thing now is all the lies about Donald Trump. I'm not even voting for Donald Trump. But why do they have to lie? So I'm on Facebook and they're lying about Donald Trump. And I'm like, why are you lying about this guy? If your guy's so awesome. Why do you have to lie about Trump? They're like, oh, well, you're MAGA. I'm like, well, I'm not even voting for Trump. What are you talking about? National politics. Well, you're, you're a Nazi. Uh, okay, well, whatever. But why does someone have to be a bad person because they disagree with you? Like, I grew up. Because they a, have no other argument. They don't right. know what else to say, so they have to just do right. it. Right? I, grew up, I grew up in a household where my dad was a cop, my mom was a nurse. Mom was very liberal. Dad was very conservative. At the dinner table, we fought about everything. But then when it was over, we were done calling each other names. We all got in the car and went to Dairy Queen and hung out and went to, like, the, the, the Little League game and watched the Little League game. Uh, nobody hated each other for having a difference of opinion. Yeah, so. But that's spoke, life today. Everybody just hates politics it. politics in the yeah. house. So. Oh, you didn't? No? Nah, nah. Yeah, see, I, I think households that do that, you, you, when, people, when the kids get older, it makes it a lot easier to... Disagree with somebody without being disagreeable, I think. Right, but well. you can have a conversation with them, at least, and right, they can right. have an opinion yeah. when yep. they're older. So, Chrissy, you had some uh, Crispelli. Did you like it? Did you like the Crispelli? I did. It was delicious. So which one did you have, the anchovy or the cheese? I had the cheese. Anchovy's not my, my thing. Okay. Really. All right. Well, those were courtesy of uh, Crispelli USA, my good buddy Greg Fratto, Thanks, who used Greg. to own the, uh, what was it, on Common Street? Well, it was the Italian kitchen on Top Common Street. Top 10 Crispelli, go. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a lightning round, but we didn't have any room for it. So no. um, I, I want to thank Ronnie Marsan for being here. He's also a $1,000 sponsor of the Valley Patriot 20th anniversary bash. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, that's he's a, a great alarm vote, though. That's, you know, that's my alum, so I have to give back to this. Yep, so, yep. you know. I switched the I know you said I, do, I, I know you said no other politician gave to the Mattoon 21, whatever it was. Yep. I wish you could have stuck my name in there. I'm sorry. Like, I'm but sorry. at least this politician still gave. You, you did. Could, you could, did. And you always do, even when you weren't elected. You, every year you've come, every year you've bought tables, every year you I just want you've... to help, so it's the same all the time. Yeah. I'm the same guy I am, but... Yeah. So let's roll up, Mel. We're going to thank our sponsors. A free shout-out to JG's Ice Cream, who probably... I should... You know, I feel so bad. I give them a free shout-out. They probably get phone calls every time I say something wrong, like you do, <laughs> right? What are you talking for? Oh, he's an easy, evil Nazi. Oh, Trump, Trump. Tom, you do a lot of good things. Look at all the money you're raising for the kids. I know, but nobody sees that. They only, they they only see care. when I say one right. thing that they if don't you like. Say one they, thing bad, that's they it. Hate one you. thing, it just erases everything. You should be in politics. Century 21 McLennan Real Estate, the Zany Pesci, Pesci, Pesce Law Office. Uh, talked to Vinny yesterday. Vinny's a good guy. He and Jane are coming to the best. Jane is our MC again this year. Marson and Son Construction. Ron Marson and Son Construction. Ron Marson and That's Son Construction. That's what my son would like you to say okay. when you say it. Uh, all right. Don't forget Ron, the end, son. Ron Marson and Son <laughs> Construction. We were screwing up all the okay. sponsors. It's supposed to be. But if he doesn't know, it's not his fault. Right. So it's supposed to be Century 21. McClendon Real Estate. <laughs> If all sponsors could email Tom with their updated preferred whatevers, that would yeah, be great. Yeah, I'll give you your preferred pronouns. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. Uh, Borelli's Deli and come Part on the show. <laughs> yeah, or just come in. Bonnie, we'll and all make a come complaint. in and protest. Say it right. Say it right. <laughs> 
Part 28, Tomo and Shaken Seafood. What happened? Clear path for veterans in New England. The Doug McCurial Office, Ace FC, Urgent Care, and Pleasant Valley Landscaping Contractors. Thank you, Dave Id Consoli. Thank you, uh, Chrissy, and You're our welcome. surprise guest, Ronnie Marsan, who we will see at our 20th anniversary bash March 22nd. Sounds like Melvin Taylor said go home already like a long time ago, so go home already, I guess. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.